0: Well, I didn't think it could get much worse, but the Lakers uh hit a new load tonight, losing to the worst team in the league. They lose to the Houston Rockets, 139 to 130. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, it's really good to have you back. I know you haven't been feeling well uh, the past week, so it's great to have you back on the show. I'm sorry it's uh, under such uh, sad circumstances, though.
1: Yeah, Hannah, to be perfectly honest, after watching that Lakers game, I feel worse than ever. But that said... What can you say? 139 points allowed to the 16-win Houston Rockets.
0: Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. You know, the Lakers had such an exciting win Saturday over the Golden State Warriors. I was actually at that game. Probably their best win, their most exciting win of the season. Then they get to go and play the two worst teams, the San Antonio Spurs, and then, of course, tonight, the Houston Rockets. And they come out and completely just lay an egg and you know obviously in that Spurs game the Lakers were playing without LeBron James so if you want to make any sort of an argument you could argue you know listen playing without LeBron for this team it's going to be very difficult it's a team that's already playing without their other second best player Anthony Davis but tonight you know dad no excuses like you said this was a team that has only won six games and here's the thing the Lakers actually uh they shot the ball pretty well from the floor you know uh 46.5 percent overall 38 percent from three but the problem was here dad there was just absolutely no defense like you mentioned 139 points given away to the Rockets tonight
1: Hannah I think you and me and your sisters could have played better Lakers defense than the Lakers did tonight I mean I don't know what to say about the Lakers defense it's not just bad It is so embarrassingly bad. I mean, forget about any rim protection. I mean, it's just no rim protection at all. But the number of wide-open three-point shots that they allow teams, and it's a lack of effort. Guys just not willing to hustle, to close back. I often see LeBron and Russell Westbrook loafing back on defense instead of hustling back. It's just they're not buying in on the defensive end It shows it's embarrassing and, you know, you know what's daunting, Hannah? The Lakers have lost nine consecutive road games now and they have almost all of the rest of their games on the road. They only have six more home games. So God only knows what their record's going to be by the end of the season.
0: Yeah, things could uh, get pretty bad here. Now, tonight the Rockets uh, made 17 three-point shots. They were actually 5-for-5 from the three-point range just in that overtime alone. They actually scored the first 13 points and, Dad... Uh, A reason why the Rockets were just on fire tonight, a guy named Jalen Green, a guy I'm definitely going to be having nightmares about, definitely for the the next week or so. Tonight, 32 points. The Lakers just had absolutely no answer for him. He was just completely unstoppable.
1: Yeah, and I blame the coaching staff some for that. I mean, the guy who should have been guarding Jalen Green is Stanley Johnson. And yet, with the game on the line towards the end, for no reason that I can understand, they bring Carmelo Anthony back into the game, who had done nothing all game. I mean, he, he can't defend anybody, um, and sometimes he's hitting his shots. He was not hitting his shots tonight. They take Stanley Johnson out, and then the Lakers crash down the, the line and, and had every chance to win the game at, at the, in overtime – in excuse me, in regulation and didn't. And I just knew when they didn't take advantage and win in, in regulation – I knew what this overtime was going to be, but nobody could have predicted. They scored, Houston scored 19 points in the overtime.
0: Yeah, it's, it's crazy. You know, Dad, I, this was a stat, too, that going into this game, you know, the Lakers have actually now lost nine straight on the road. I think this was their longest losing streak in a, I know definitely for this season, but I think in a, a very long time in franchise history. So the Lakers are having a lot of problems on the road. And obviously this season, their biggest Achilles heel has just been, you know, defensively because the Lakers scored, you know, tonight 130 points but again allowing the Rockets to score 139 points unacceptable and you know dad a lot of players actually were able to score tonight for us we actually had six guys in double figures which is what's so frustrating you know we had Austin Reeves with 17 LeBron at 23 Malik had 20 Russell Westbrook who we're going to talk about had 30 points uh DJ Augustine our newest addition 16 Carmelo with 13 so the Lakers were able to score but at the end of the day you know Defense, they just cannot do it, they haven't been able to do it all season long. Now, I want to talk about Russell Westbrook because it's so frustrating, Dad. Arguably, one of his better games of the season, like I mentioned, 30 points for us. He was actually our leading scorer tonight, 11 for 21 from the floor, so that's over 50%, 52.4%. But, Dad, it just doesn't matter how good of a game Russ is having, we all know. When it's crunch time, when is that fourth quarter, when the game is on the line, he's not only going to be missing his shots, but he's going to be making some bonehead plays.
1: Yeah, Hannah, and I feel badly because, uh, again, I, 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 my personal feeling is people have dumped on Russell Westbrook too much this year. You know, he came out the other day and said his family's really suffering because of it. And I I, I just think that's horrible. I, I think it speaks very poorly of Laker fans. Any Laker fan who thinks that the Lakers' season is going this way because if Russell Westbrook doesn't own basketball. There's a lot more to it than that. That said, Russell Westbrook did have probably his best game tonight in a long time. It is unfortunate down the stretch, late in the fourth quarter, he took a couple of ill-advised shots, you know, which certainly didn't help. But but you know, again, he wasn't alone. LeBron was awful down the stretch. And, you know, frankly, regardless of his stats, he took a lot of shots tonight. LeBron had a poor game tonight. He looked tired, and uh, he did not play well tonight you know, on either end.
0: Yeah, LeBron was only 9 for 26 from the floor, 1 for 9 from three-point range. That three-point shot didn't come until the end in the in overtime. So, I mean, LeBron, uh, yeah, he did have 23 points, but if you look at his stats uh, – Triple-double, actually, with 12 assists and 14 rebounds, but did not shoot the ball well tonight, absolutely at all. And, you know, that going back to uh, to Russ, uh, this was something that we, I wanted to do a podcast on it, but of course you weren't feeling well, so I wanted to wait until you were feeling a little bit better, so you could come on here with me to discuss, because I completely agree with you. You know, listen, obviously this season has not gone the way we've expected, we hoped, especially for Russell Westbrook, um, but... At the end of the day, you know, he's only missed, I think, one game this season. He's shown up every single game, even though he hasn't played well. He's tried. It's not like he wants to play bad. And it really is upsetting to find out that his family is really suffering from this. Because at the end of the day, regardless of how he's playing, that's, you know, it's on him. You should never bring family. He has young children. You should never bring his wife and kids involved in that. Because I just think that's that's super not okay. Especially because at the end of the day, you know, listen... Russ is, has shown up for us every night pretty much this season. Uh, he's giving it his all. It's just unfortunate that it's, just, it's, it's not transferring out on the court. Yeah,
1: Hannah, if you want to ascribe blame to the Lakers season, there's several factors that I think are way above Russell Westbrook. Number one, Anthony Davis. Nobody talks about it, but the reason the Lakers are where they are is because of Anthony Davis and his constant injuries. Number two, the utter, total inability to play defense from the beginning of the season right until now. It's not just that they're bad. They are like to me, historically bad, number three, very poor coaching decisions and key moments by frank vogel. i, I don 't know what else to say. I like Frank Vogel as a person, but he just has very questionable rotations and calls. Number four, the absence of Kendrick Nunn all season. you know they were really counting on Kendrick Nunn to be a big factor this year, and he 's essentially gone for the year you know and and then maybe you get down to Russell Westbrook after that but You know, again, uh, there's many, many reasons why the Lakers season has been this poor, but it really, really is ugly. And, you know, I just don't know how it's going to end.
0: Yeah, you know, obviously we've talked about those points that you mentioned, you know, we've exhausted them. So I don't want to just keep, you know, going on and on about the same points. You know, Laker fan, we all know why this season hasn't, Turned out the way it has and it's for those exact reasons dad that you just mentioned that we've obviously talked about till we've been blue in the face this entire season but you know dad next game is uh, against the uh, Washington Wizards I know you're a little bit excited about that because your main man Kuz is coming into town so either way a win or lose I think you'll be happy because if the Lakers win you'll be happy but if the Lakers lose you know you'll maybe be a little happier than if they would have lost to another team because that uh, means Kyle Kuzma is winning
1: you know, Hannah, I'm not going to lie, I still do follow Kyle Kuzma, even though he's in Washington now. And I'm very happy to see he's had a really good season. And not only that, I mean, he's found a great home for himself. He is the man in Washington now. He he really is, you know, with Bradley Beal out for the year, and they traded Spencer Dinwiddie. They, you know, really, Kyle Kuzma is their leading guy, and he's played very well.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure he's uh, definitely had this game marked on his calendar. I'm, he- I'm sure he's very excited to come back home and uh, play at Staples or I guess Crypto.com Arena again. I'm sure he's going to have a-, a pretty big night. I I just I know Kuz and I think he's been very excited about this game since the second he saw it on the schedule. So I'm expecting him to have a, a pretty big night. So Laker fam, uh, I think that's going to wrap up tonight's show. Unfortunately, the Lakers just Hit a new low. Every time we think they've hit the lowest of the lows, they just surprise us and they uh they keep going lower. So they lose to the Houston Rockets 139 to 130. Until next time, leg your hand and leg your dadder out. Bye everyone.